Recorded live at the Hawk's Nest on the summit in Pataskala, Ohio. This is Garage Days, underproduced and over the top. I am your host, Arch Madness. I can't say it enough. Thank you so much for all the downloads. These shows have been so much fun. Uh, it seems like every show has like a, a different feel to it, and that's what has made these so cool. I, I think it's uh, I think it's going to flight pattern Bob's head a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. We're I'm, gonna find out tonight. I I'm I'm, I'm afraid, guys. I I'm afraid that uh, he's gonna leave old Linda Ronstadt and form his own Eagles. Is what I'm. <laughs> He and Oreo are probably going to split and, and do their own podcast. Uh, that's a good segue into tonight's show because we're debuting Flight Pattern Bob's theme song. Would you guys like to yeah, hear I, it? Yes. Let's so when it. we hear a plane, all right, now, Bob, and thank you so much to Anthony Clay from Green 13 for putting this together. Here we go. Here it comes, oh yeah, it's Flight Pattern Bob. <laughs> So soulful. And, and uh, right? Right from the heart. I'm telling you, man. So, oh, wait a minute. There we Is that? Go. Listen up. No, that's actually, that's a Harley. That's a Harley. That's a Harley. My bad. Yeah. So, but uh, so on this episode, Knights of the Rock Table, Rock House's Doug Blessing, Lord Pretty Boy of the Woo! Floyd. We've got the Gypsy Kings, Kevin Young, Lord of the Thighs. Howdy. From Sunday 95 and the Sunny This Morning Show, Greg Hansberry, Lord Blackmore of the Purple Deep. Yes. And joining us in the Hawk's Nest. A very special guest. He's a first responder. He works at the Columbus Division of Fire. We're all honored to have him here joining us. We're not worthy. At the rock table, Brian Weisskittle. What's up? Thank you. Thank you. Skittles, baby. I'm so privileged. This is uh, welcome to the Hawk's Nest. And let me just also say that we do have a studio audience, and that would be Heartland and Night Ranger John. So this is <laughs> this show has everything, Brian. Uh, and what we're going to do, and this is going to be fun, I think is well here's the deal we're gonna do kiss animalize we're going to rank because you're a huge kiss fan mm -hmm. all right uh we're going to rank our favorite kiss songs so flight pattern bob has a theme song and we're ranking animalize this should triple our oh, downloads fun. is what i'm thinking oh, uh oh uh oh hold on everybody hold on brian here it is here it comes, oh yeah, it's fly pattern bound. American Eagle. Columbus to Charlotte. Columbus to uh, Charlotte. How man? many hot chicks? Uh, four. Woo! They're all friends. They're all friends. They've been roommates for a long time. That app. <laughs> Brian, isn't that crazy to hear how thorough? And Brian's wife is like, is there really an app that does that's that thorough? Uh, Brian, tell the folks. Binoculars. Uh, yeah, right. Tell the folks where you where, where you work, what you do, because uh, that's that's what we want to. That's the uh, that's even more important than animalize. What do you do, my man? Well, you know, I I feel privileged to be here. You know, you guys do the red, white, and Q fund, and and that's a that's a great thing that you guys do because it's really important to us. I work on the hilltop, station seventeen, um, on West Broad Street. It's the busiest station in the city. I ride one of the top five busiest medics in the city. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't think too many people know what paramedics do. Um, we know what doctors do. We know what nurses do. And they're badass. My daughter's a, a charge nurse at Mount Carmel Grove City in the ICU. But I just think that, uh, you know, a lot of people just think that, uh, you know, we're ambulance drivers. 
And but you know the scope of what we do on a daily basis is really out of this world. And I just I want people to know that what we do is really important. It is, and right, right. I think everybody agrees with that. Thank you for being here, man. Yes, Um, and music. I want to bring this all together, and this is another reason I brought you here because we've had this discussion before. How much music means to you and other first responders, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, listening to podcasts, listening to the radio, jamming on your own tunes. Yeah. Music, very, very important to you guys and gals, isn't it? Yes, sir. Well, it's all about, you know, to be successful and to stay uh, uh, mentally, mentally right in this job, you have to have organization and you have to have a rhythm to your life. And so music, it just does that for me. You know, I've got a radio in my room at the firehouse and the queues on there all day long. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, you know, uh, uh, making connections with uh, people that I run on um, with with music. You know, a guy had an Aerosmith tattoo, and I had to one-up him with my Kiss tattoo. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, a young kid the other day was scared to death. He had a really bad infected tooth. He had a Kiss post in his room. So by the time we got to OSU, we were singing rock and roll all night going into the ER. And thank you for that Pissed video. Pissed a lot of people Sweet. off. but you Thank know. you for that video. Did yeah. it really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Why? I, mean, I don't know because they're, you know, pretty straight-laced people. They're Because they can't sing like you can? Right, right, right. <laughs> Get over it, kids. Right, right. So, I mean, yeah, it's really important. And, you know, coming back from a stressful run, having the radio on, you know, being in a stressful situation, you know, a song will pop into my head. I'll see something that will cue me in. You know, it's just, you know. Now, now something else, something else you've kind of, and I've noticed since we're FB friends, I've noticed you out and about. You're playing gigs now, man. I've been playing guitar since I was eight. As a matter of fact, um, we had a memorial for my mom this summer, and my dad had a box of stuff for me, and I found the original receipt for my Fender guitar that I still have oh, that sweet. my grandpa bought me when nice, I was eight. Nice, man. Nice, wow. man. Um, 100, $125. So um, I, I didn't play for the longest time, but I always remembered the three chords in the truth. And uh, my friend Chris Nyland at, uh, at 17, he's a really good paramedic, and he's a shredder on guitar, and he got me back into it. And uh, before you know it, we're playing gigs, and we're, we're – Either we're playing together every weekend or I'm playing by myself, and it's been so rewarding. Cool, man. That's great, man. No, and I saw you and and Doug Blessing talking about that and and how cool that is and how therapeutic that is, It is very therapeutic, yeah. And I have have my Fender at the firehouse in my locker. In between runs, I'll play and and learn new songs and stuff like that, so – um, but yeah, but you know, learning from these guys, seeing seeing the the KY band play, no, 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 and Rock House, they're working on their sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, I mean, and, and and down where I live in in Ross and Pickaway County, there are so many musicians down there: Jack Middleton, Travis Brown, you know, Pete Blevins. Uh, uh, the Stages band with Stacy McNichols, they Those were, guys at the, are the, great. yeah, yeah. I mean, just they have inspired me. Uh, Jack let me play his guitar one time at Alibis at one of his gigs during a break, and and the people loved it, and that kind of kicked off, and it's just been, yeah, it's been great. So Jack discovered you. Jack discovered me. He discovered yeah, you. He That's awesome, man. He did, yeah. yeah. All right, so one thing I do know, and I mentioned, is you're a huge Kiss fan. Yes, sir. All right, so what we're going to do, and I figured, how random can we get on Garage Days? <laughs> yeah, why, why? Why? So, it's, okay, so. That's my question, too, Greg. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> right. So, here's the deal. Uh, Brian and his wife, Kathy, were on the uh, the bus, the QFM 96 bus, to go see Kiss a few years back. And we had a great time. Doug, you remember that? Uh, part of it. Yes. <laughs> 
Are the important parts. Right. So right. So so we had a blast. And one thing that it was it was so much fun was just yelling like it got to the point at the end. We knew <laughs> what songs they were going to do those last four or five. Yeah, yeah. So Except then, for Crazy Nights. So, no, they didn't know. That wasn't, yeah, 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 we didn't know that. We didn't know that. So, like, we were just yelling out random Kiss songs, right? So, I always, my go-to, as you guys know, and I've always talked about, Thrills in the Night is one of my favorite Kiss songs. Course, so, I was yeah. throwing out Thrills in the Night. Brian thought that was funny. So, then, burn, bitch, burn. We are throwing out. <laughs> there was a lot of animalized. Murder in high heels. Yeah. Yes. There was a lot of, the biggest laughs came from the animalized <laughs> album, if yeah. I remember correctly. Or if you, we threw some, he threw some unmasked songs out there. So, uh, we just had some fun with this. I was like, let's do this. Let's, let's take the animalized album and let's rank the songs. All right, so we're gonna kind of and, and and it's gonna be fun when we get Hansberry up, and you know how this works. I mean, so we, we sent that text out on Monday, and Hansberry's what? listening to Animalize for the first time yeah, right, Monday right. evening. You want to do what by who? Yes, you know, hey, we give, Siri. You give. I'm sorry, <laughs> right? You give millennials a lot of shit, but we're kind of putting I them in a bind here. The word Animalize. Yes, we're putting them in a bind. You naughty here. boy. But Hansberry <laughs> always comes up to the challenge, brother. So he'll and it'll be cool to hear his take. So here's the deal. I think we just throw out your songs, go in the order. There were nine songs on that record. So Brian, mm -hmm. we're going to let you go first because I got to believe we're all kind of in the same age group here. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a lot of the same in order and we're going to have a lot of the same lines that we want to throw out. So we want you to be the guest. You go first. Go for it. What's, what's your, just go right through them. Okay. Throw a little bit about each song. Well, I think, I think uh, they were in the Hilltop when they wrote this album because a lot of these songs we, we see on the Hilltop on the daily basis. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. So, Okay. <laughs> We're gonna number nine is get all you can take. Um, number eight is I've had enough into the fire. Uh, we'll go with murder and high heels, under the gun, while the city sleeps, lonely is the hunter. Heaven's on fire is number three. Heaven's on fire. Now it's a number three. Mm -hmm. All right, go. Uh, burn, bitch, burn. And then you would throw me out of here if Thrills of the Night wasn't number one. <laughs> right on. Yeah. You had burn, bitch, burn at number two. Why do you love that song so much? Should I take Doug's line? Yeah, this is all you, This is all you, man. Tell him why. And Heartland's going to love this oh, yeah. line. Yeah. This is going to be mean, one of his favorite lines. What is it? When Gene says, let me put my log in your fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> what does he mean by that, Brian? I, well, is, I, I'm not... Is that a I, euphemism? Yes. Well, what was that? Was he cold? Well, that country song, throw another log on the fire, bring uh, some bacon and beans. Right, oh, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Yeah. The yeah. log is his wiener, Hansberry. The yes. log yeah. is his wiener. So does that mean burn is plowing babes? Uh, could be. We'll talk about that after the show. Okay, hold on. Now I got to put this gently edit. back. Yes. Edit, Mark. Sorry, dude. I was bragging about how there's no post production. So yeah. I, so Hanberry was, grabs it like Roger Daltrey and starts <laughs> yeah. swinging it around. So Look what I was me. chatting with 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 Weiss Kittle about for the show is I think I I'm relatively certain, and Arch, you can correct me if I'm wrong. That that was the first use of the phrase "put my log in your fireplace" through the '80s. Now it, it came along many times after, right? But I think it started with this. Song. It's it's yes. Yeah, I would imagine, and that was one thing that Gene. I know he had a big movie career that he was trying to start there. That was one thing that he did bring to the table that I'm sure Paul Stanley was super happy about. <laughs> yeah. Was the line "gonna put my log in your in your in your fireplace"? Yeah. Well, any of those other any of those songs in there? What was um, what was your number nine? By the way, uh, my number nine was uh, "Get All You Can Take." Okay, 
Now, see, I have that one higher. Why yeah. did you that that does it not do it for you? Do you love the album in its entirety, and I, I you love, love nine as much as two uh, or yeah, three? Yeah, I'm I'm an all the way through guy. I got you. you. Know, like oh. I, I, you know, I binge listen to all the artists. You know, um, so yeah, I mean, I love every Kiss song ever made. So. Okay, even you Shandy. are hardcore, dude. Mm. Yeah, I mean, even Shandy. <laughs> I, I know you yeah. yelled at that. You that was one of the ones you yelled. <laughs> yeah, at. You're gonna yell Shandy. You're I mean, hardcore. You I mean, got my vote, yeah, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just and here's the thing. I loved when it first came out. I loved the record, and this was right about the time where I was still a part of the army. But I kind of I veered off a little bit and started getting into to the Dawkins yeah. and the you know and the center and all that stuff there at, at this time. Is that uh oh? Uh-oh. Hold on, uh, hold, on. hold on, hold on. Here it comes, oh yeah, it's fly pattern bound. Oh, it's a stealth plane. Mm. No, no They're on to us. They're on to us. Oh There's my goodness. Uh, we may have to halt production. There's a woman in fishnet <laughs> stockings on that plane. Oh. And she's getting a log right now. Right in the fireplace. The plane is on fire, Hansberger. It's on fire. Contains on the hood. Oh my goodness. I love so here's my deal. I love this album right when it first came out. I was I you couldn't I I mean, I would already sat through Dynasty, Unmasked, The Elder. I loved, I mean, I didn't give up. Well, you I heard mean, I Heaven's was, on Fire every 15 minutes on I the was, radio. I was still into Kiss at this point. Uh, a couple years down the road, when I started getting into my Metallicas and, and, and that thing, I kind of, I got away from it. And it's like, oh, man, that was kind of cheesy. But as old, the older I get, I realize why I loved that record so much, especially the last 20 years or so. And it's like, no, man, there's some great riffs. There's just some great uh, vocals and uh, some great harmonies on this record. Brian Weiskittle, thank you so much. I love it. Awesome. man. Nice. So, right so here's, here. I think what we'll do, Doug, let's go with you, and then okay. we'll go Hansberry, Kev Beam, and me. All right, so All right. Douglas, what do you got? Well, I'll tell you what, Arch, uh, unlike yourself, now, so you know, this album obviously followed up Lick It Up. Yeah. Which I love Lick It Up. <laughs> right, right, you know? right, right. And um, when this album came out, this was around the time, like you said, I was so into Motley Crue and Rat right. when this album came out that I found it disappointing. I loved the song Heaven's on Fire when I heard it, and I think I literally went out and bought the album like within a couple of days after the first time I heard that song. Right. And I got it, and it just wasn't... I mean, you think about the stuff that was coming out around there. This just didn't click with me as heavily as some of that stuff did. So I didn't warm up to this album until down the road. I didn't warm up to this album until after, you know, uh, the other 80s Kiss stuff came out. And then I was like, you know, I kind of started listening to all the tapes, like more as like background music in my room when I was doing my homework or whatever. And then I realized, like, this has some great riffs on it. And honestly, the... The straight. Are you laughing about that? I was. No, or I uh, was taking a deuce and she's uh, scratching, <laughs> and I'm wondering if that's that happens when I talk all the time. And you're like, you know, you, you keep uh, talking. I'm just gonna take a shit. He's worth the deuce. He's worth the deuce. I'll stop right there. Next, no. Cav, you're up. No. You're up. No. The cat starts taking a shit when I'm going through the. It's fine. She's. Oh my god. Hey, every. Have you? You read the book? Everybody poops. Yeah. Everybody poops. Everybody. Yeah. So anyway, the I'm over that. Have to be involved. But I've warmed up this album, like you said, Arch. Great riffs. Eric Carr is definitely a shining thing about yes, this is. album, without yes, a question. He is, yes, he is. He is a, a total shining star in this album. So um, what do you I got? think there's a handful of what I would call, every album back in the 80s, for the most part, had some throwaway songs on it. Even the artists will tell you that. Like, oh, we just had to, we had our ones we knew were going to be, you know, radio could be hits or could be videos. 
so I'm going to skip all these. I'm just going to give you my my top four. Gotcha. Um, I think uh, I've had enough into the fire. I, th- I think it's a great opening song for an album. It sounds like an opening song for an album, especially from back uh, in these yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Burn, bitch, burn would be next. Wow. Uh, powerful. I, th- I like. I actually like the uh, uh, Gene's vocals on it. Yep. I mean, it's kind of fun. Um, then I'll go with Heaven's on Fire. Um, still. Probably one of the most anthemic Kiss yes. songs. Amen. And they still, it's it's the only doubt. song off this album that, that stuck when their live set over the years. And then, of course, you know, come on. <laughs> Thrills in the Night is, is so damn right? good. I mean, you know, right? it is definitely a standout off this album. Yeah, it, it and really it's disappointing is. they don't play it anymore. Uh, I, it's it, a great song. And, and let me, well, I'm gonna, I need to make that a 420 haircut. Yeah, you, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I really agree. make That's that. Great. I need to make that a, a 420 haircut. Um, and, and guys, this is something I want to make sure that I document and I get on here because I've said this to each of you either today or in the past couple of years where I think that 80s Gene voice, especially those early 80s, yeah. is some of his best. And I think Paul, too. I think Paul's voice. As much as I love those records in the 70s, there's something. And you can take like Kiss in like three, groups of three as far as the records go and these 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 sounds that they were kind of developing. I think Creatures of the Night, Lick It Up, and Animalize, I think you can kind of, because some of these songs, especially the Gene songs, on this, I can hear on Creatures. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. A little oh, yeah. bit, a little bit. Same I can, with uh, For Hell or High Water off of Crazy Nights. That's one of the few, very few songs that Gene songs. sang in, the late, in those years. Yeah. That's, I mean, it sounds like it could have been on this album or Lick It Up. Agreed. Yeah. All right. All right, now, Hansberry, walk up to the microphone. I want to I want to know. This is going to be interesting because you always have and you, look, before you even get to your songs, tell us what the hell is going through your head when right. we when we send you, "Hey, we're going to talk about Animal Eyes." So so I know Thrills in the Night mainly because yeah, yeah, you've you've talked about Thrills of the Night in the past. Right. And yet Heaven's on Fire uh was familiar, and, and uh, you said, that, Kevin, that it was a radio hit back in the day. Oh, huge. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, that was the, it was sing- that was it was the laid-off single, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah. Well, so yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. those are the only two songs that I've ever heard off of this record. Okay. So my first uh, listen-through is I go, something's... That's definitely not Ace. So that my question for you, and right. I, I get you guys probably know. I, I mean, I know we know because we talked about it, but, like, <laughs> maybe for some people who don't know, and including me, uh, what the hell's going on with the lineup? Well, and, and look, I'll, I'll kind of start, but if Doug, Brian, or Kev want to hop in on this as well, I'm telling you, man, from about the late 70s through Animalize, we the we don't know who the hell's playing guitar no. in, in some of these. I mean, it's it's insane. It's insane how uh, either it was the Kulik brothers, uh, Rick Derringer. I mean, it's so... It was almost Eddie, wasn't it? It, it, was, it was such a almost. hodgepodge. Yeah. Well, and right? it's funny you say that because... Uh, some of the tracks, including I wrote "Under the Gun," I just it sounds like a right. Van Halen knockoff. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get that that squeal. So that whoever whoever they have playing guitar on this right. record, St. John, and Mark St. John, John, yeah, yeah. you Which know, it's a whole other insane story. He had developed an arthritic condition, and yeah. then he was ousted. You know, we were watching that Kiss Animalize video, right? For Kiss fans, that was the first time we ever saw Bruce Kulick, and we were like, "Who Who's the hell is this?" Because I was waiting that night to see Mark St. John. You know, because we didn't have the internet. We had to wait once a month between Circus, Hit Parader, or Cream, or whatever. So we had no idea. Then we find out 
that he has this condition. And, and, and he, it, this is the only record he played on, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. He has passed too. He's another Sadly. one of the alums that that passed away. That that was, I guess, the first first uh, kind okay. of service level thing. I was like, this sounds like an '80s record, you know? Mm. Uh, Cinderella, Rat. They're coming for that. They're coming Scorpion. for that. That sounds taken yeah. off, and that's you know those bands are going, and that's kind of what you know. Yeah. Kiss was. You know, they were uh, very chameleon like. They would they do whatever it takes. No yeah. matter yeah. like Whether it was a disco show. song, whether it was, you know, a, a hair band, you saw the look there. Yeah. Shit, they had as many bandanas as, as John sure. Bon Jovi or, or anybody <laughs> or else. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah uh, no, that, that was the takeaway that they, they're, you know, they're trying to sound like every other band that's their, at their contemporary at the time. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there are a few songs, and as I get to my list, that were definitely, oh, this is a kiss song. Well, here, let me just get to the list here. Uh, nine, get all you can take. Eh, it was all right, but they had, they had a cool uh, uh, kiss, uh, like like sing along chorus. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, just didn't do much for me. Under the gun, like I said, that double bass pedal, uh, the double bass drum pedal. I mean, it, it Dude, has some fucking movement to this. It. And Eric Carr and the guys can back me up on this. I mean, Eric Carr was probably. One of the best, and oh, let Kevin speak to it. I mean, that, how special double oh, bass drum. Yeah, yeah, he, he lit it up. He lit it up. Eric Carr was one of the best from the era, without yeah, he, a doubt. He brought so thunderous, much energy to the band. It sounded like cannons going on. It was great. Fantastic. Who needs a bush latte? Anybody? Anybody good? <laughs> uh, go, no, go ahead. No. So, I mean, that song's cool, but what I didn't like about it is it didn't sound like Kiss. It sounds like they were trying to rip off Eddie well, at, at Van Halen at the time. Yeah. Well, well, right. Why wouldn't you? you know, if you're going to rip guitars and whatever. Look at him go, just like this. he's been here before. Uh, seven, Lonely is the Hunter. I like they had the kind of like a blues country, like a little riff in it, but yeah, you I don't know, you kind of feel it a little bit, like it's a little bend on c- compared to every other Kiss song in the world. Uh, let's see, six. Uh, I've had enough. I, you know, I I don't. It's all right. It's a great like I think uh, uh, Doug, you brought up. It's a great first track, but it didn't really hit for me. Then burn, bitch. <laughs> uh, you joked about that when yeah, you were we, looking like, at the titles. Uh, <laughs> I used to sing this to my wife the, at night. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll edit that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'll don't don't, don't she's right. Mallory won't listen. <laughs> The problem with that song is it's fucking five minutes long. His Gene- future ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gene needed to edit that song in half, and it might have had a little more legs. Gene edits nothing in half. Have you right. seen his tongue? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite guitar riff on the record, and it's not that like virtuoso. It's just tight. It's uh, while the city sleeps. Oh, yeah. That little oh, yeah, dude, that without is, a doubt. Yeah, uh, that's, so that's four. That's my favorite. Okay. All right, uh, three is murder and high heels, and uh, it reminds me of like an Aerosmith song, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see that. Um, but what did I write down, uh, Vincent? Uh, I think it was Vinny wearing high heels by this time. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they all were not the same high heels he well, wears today. <laughs> stilettos. It's a little more of a stiletto <laughs> vibe going, but yes, he was sharing with Farrah Fawcett. There you go. Uh, no, I liked it. I wrote down I like Gene's uh, Vincent Price voiceover. I get. I don't. I don't know what that means. I don't remember well, it. But yeah. I guess he does like a. But it's a great closing track. This song. This record has a great opening track and a great closing yeah. track. Two is Thrills in the Night. And I have it at two. Uh, what the fuck it, is number one then, dude? It's Heaven's on Fire. Okay, right. So oh, two, right. two, right. two, two right. I mean, like yeah. I said, it's just like right. a classic 80s hit, it, but it still kiss. I love the, the, the bridge and the hook and everything. Like, it's it's great. Uh, and Brian, what, I mean, what do you, when you're listening to this, I mean, what do you well, think, no, man? Well, it's, no, it's great. I love the notes he made, but, you know, the, I, I love his perspective of it. Um, another perspective that I'd like to have is uh, – 
is I'm wrong. When, no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> yes. no when I first yeah, saw yeah, Kiss yeah, yeah. On, the, on the reunion tour, when they played this song and Ace played the lead, it was magical. See, that would be that crazy. It was magical. That because would be think about it. To have Ace play the part. I mean, and I thought Ace the same thing. Backwards I thought the same thing. This, I thought yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Because then you run through your mind, it's like, I mean, Mark was such a blip in the history of Kiss. Yeah. Let's, you know, we've heard Bruce doing it for how many years. Yeah. Wonder what Ace's take. That's such a, that's a dynamic that doesn't really get brought up a lot. Yeah. I, and I remember, I remember that moment too when I first yeah. saw I Ace playing that. Well, and I that's, guess that's a good yeah, point. As we yeah, talked was, about. He I, didn't play any of the 80s stuff. Yeah, I would yeah. like to see him do that because right away I go, uh, you could tell it's Kiss, but that guitar tone and the, oh, his yeah. style, the squeals. Nobody plays that's not like Ace, Ace, man. Yeah. And, and I think I knocked it down to two just because it did sound like all the 80s stuff. Cool. Anyway, and then one, I've got Heavens on Fire. It's just, that's like classic Kiss. Everybody's, it, I literally wrote a fist pumping hook. And then as we come in, Archie's got a plane and literally yeah. everybody's in the crowd yeah. pumping yeah. the fist, singing along. Yeah. And uh, it just, that, that when, I, when I hear Kiss, I want that anthem. You use the word anthemic. Uh, uh, anthemic or whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Heavens on Fire. I mean, you think about Kiss. I think about Kiss the same way I think about the Beatles. Right. The Beatles, all their songs were about sex. You, you know, you really got to listen to them to know it. Then you had the late 60s, early 70s stuff, you know, Zeppelin being all serious about singing about, you know, wizards and shit. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and then Kiss comes back, and it's all about sex again. So I right. feel like Kiss took over for the Beatles with that kind of stuff, just rock and roll. Well, you're not going to find two more... Bigger Beatle fans. I mean that that's what yeah. motivated yeah. Gene and, and Paul yeah. when they saw it. And they want to do yeah. that. And I and somebody told me the other day, uh, a big Beatles fan, that the White Album was basically four solo albums by the Beatles. Like, so yeah, but the, could that be why Kiss did well, the four? Well, solo think album. about the Kiss, the first Kiss album, and that what that record looked like. Oh. Well, what did that? You were meeting yeah. the Beatles. Oh, oh yeah. Kiss. Oh, true, oh. Yeah. And you, you know? know my favorite Kiss song is "Let Me Know" with the jam at the end. That's my favorite Kiss song, After, dude. That's mm. that's damn. I mean, that's a and, deep cut, and, but, and a good, well, but, but, but a good one, bro. So so, so live she with that jam at the yeah. end. Yeah, so, right? yeah, yeah. So I'm you know, Weisskill. It's funny you would say it like that because we've talked before about how and and you if you listen to any of Archie's episodes of uh, Violent Analysis or or any of the guests he's had on so many people say that it was Kiss that got them into rock and roll when they were a kid from our generation yeah, it's yeah. crazy so they were i mean i'm not going to not going to you know make it sound cliche saying this was our generation's kiss i mean our generation's beatles right, yeah. but i'm saying but i understand exactly what you're saying is like we it was something we hadn't heard before when we were kids and it drew us in for whatever reason the same way that that uh, high schoolers, when the Beatles came out, they'd never seen or heard anything like that, yeah, so it yeah. immediately attracted them. And we were all attracted to Kiss. It sounded different than what we were hearing. It looked a lot different than what we were hearing, and we were drawn in, yeah. you know. And that and it and just sucked us right in when we were all growing up. It yeah. always and like and like Doug says, it always comes back to Kiss yeah. on the show. It always yeah. comes back to Kiss yeah. 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 for good reason. There, there was a band playing at Alibis one time called Mountain Oyster Cult. And the lead singer, steel guitar player, was this big old dude with, uh, he looked like Hillbilly Jim from WWF. Mountain Yeah. I can't, I can't. just are, take a break. Hold on. on Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Let's just, <laughs> just, let's. Uh, Oreo, did you hear that? It's the way she goes. Yeah. Oreo's back in the litter box again. Uh, so, <laughs> Mountain Oyster Cult. Cult. 
That that just you just won the show with yeah. with that one. Yeah. Oh my! All right, so we're the, okay. I'm sorry, so Brian. No, so, go. So the the lead singer oh who it looks like Hillbilly Jim wearing bibs. He mm-hmm. sets it his steel guitar, and when it's time for a lead guitar, he brings it down on a rack and plays a very talented guy, very good band. But he comes up to me during a break and he goes, "Hey, do you regret getting that Kiss tattoo when you were a kid?" I said, "I got it when I turned 50." <laughs> and he's like, oh, sorry, dude. And I'm like, no, yeah. man. Wow. <laughs> but you named your band Mountain Oyster Cult. <laughs> right. And you're going to walk up to a dude and talk shit? Do you regret no. naming your band after bull testicles? <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, they're, they're very talented, very good guys. I, dude, oh, I tell cool, you what, man, like, cool. I want to see them. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, guys, don't you yeah. want to see Mountain yeah. Oyster Cult now? Like, yeah. I want some swag. Oh, they're Mountain ass. Oyster Cult, if they're listening to this, yeah, send yeah. Uh, send some stuff to us. I'll wear it. Yeah. I'll wear Mountain Oyster Cult. All right, yeah, <laughs> you want the koozie? Somebody five-fingered my, I think I left it at Heartland's place, but someone five-fingered my, uh, my, uh, my Brock House one. Yeah. I can't find my I Brock just, House. I, it's funny because I just ordered a, a case of koozies on Monday, so I've got some more coming in. Cool. I'll get All you right. a fresh one. Fair enough. Yeah. Kev, fresh one. Yes, what do you got for us? Kevin Young or the Gypsy Kings? All right, Kings? I'm probably going to be the odd man out, and you guys are going to be like, <laughs> no. Kev, what the fuck are you thinking, dude? No one's going to judge. I love Kiss, okay? But coming out between Lick It Up and Asylum, I was really disappointed after, and Greg, you'll like this, after I got past Burn, Bitch, Burn, I should have just stopped for me. That, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I agree. I texted Archie the same thing. Yeah, man, I, I get really it. I get like it. I get it. When I bought it, yeah. The guitar sounded thin. It, the playing was great. I just didn't like the sound. Yeah, that right. tone, again, it's yeah. off, uh, try, trying to sound like everybody else, I think. It was very thin. I don't thin. know what St. John, what else has he done? Well, and look, tell guys, you, I'm telling no, I couldn't even tell you where, where, where he like, came where from. He but come from but I, I mean, if he was a studio cat, you know, I mean, Bruce played the guys. solo on Lonely as the Hunter and Murder in High Heels. That's what I'm saying. There's always like a, there's a lot of moving yeah. parts here. And, you know, it was always kind of cloudy on what one's ace played on or what. It, we didn't yeah. know, man. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, late 70s, yeah. up until it was this a time, until show. Bruce got in the band, yeah. it's like, ah, You're I don't right. know. And I mean, well, Vinny was coming in and out on Creatures. Ah, what was the album after Eric died? They had the Car Jam 81 song at the end there. That was Ace and Eric. That was Ace and Eric. Yeah, and yeah. then Vinny even kind of did a song there later with them. Yeah. It was just, anyway, it was crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kev, so keep no, you're going. Fine, man. You hate you're the good, fucking record. What else you got? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now Archie's going to the little Eric box. Carr kicked ass. <laughs> Yes, I'll say yeah, that right on every How about that track. opening track though? How about that opening yes, track? I'll give you that. It's all such day an long. awesome riff as that is. He steals it with that with those drums, man. Yeah, his playing is the only thing that gets me through every song on this album mm-hmm. because for me, some of it it sounds. I thought Crazy Nights was like my favorite album in high school, and I put it on the other day after I listened to this, and what a pile of shit! <laughs> right? And I said that. Okay, well, I, think, yeah, I, think I was like shining my, moments, but not my many. God. Yeah. I know, but no, I, all I could do was my favorite four tracks and you guys are going to laugh me out of the no, garage but no, i'm going to lay it on you no number four heaven's on fire just because everybody else had it higher i love that tune i love that tune but I, i'll wear that badge i love that tune but it's worn out yep number three i had burn bitch burn it's okay. a great tune great hook great hook you're still in the barn number two my favorite melody out of all these tracks get all you can take I love that hook, man. Oh, man. I love That's it. That's in my top four, man. That's there you in my go. top four. And my favorite track is Under the Gun. I love that really? riff, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love that riff. There's something about it. Just that melodic hook that reaches in there and just yanks at your nether region and says, we got you, boy. 
But yeah, that was that was for me animalized. That gets you right in the right in the mouth, the mountain oyster, right in the mountain oyster. I was ready to go to the cult. Let's give a little love to Crazy Nice because no. Bang, well, okay, bang bang you. I'm going to shoot you down with my love gun, baby. Yeah, okay. think about yeah. that. They well, yeah. about that. Yeah, think they about did. that. I'll you, give them that. You take it back still, now, Kevin. No. Okay. <laughs> so, I love you, Skittles, but no. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking, obviously, before we went on. Uh, um, so did any of you guys actually see them on this tour? No, no, no I didn't and, either. And, and I was, and I went. I, I, if anybody, I hope somebody will hear this and 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 maybe prove me wrong. I don't think they played in Columbus on this tour. I okay. saw them on Asylum and Crazy Nights and Hot in the Shade at the Ohio Center, but I don't think that they came through Columbus on the Animalized tour. I think Dayton might have been the closest they were. And, and it was crazy, man. That show we were watching, that was a live MTV concert. Yes. And that was that was the first time I'd seen the lineup like that. I mean, mm-hmm. that was it was a, a first for a lot of things. It was first for Bruce. Um, it was first say, for the I fans. Mean, I don't so want to just to see that. So I don't know. I, I don't know if they hit Columbus or where they were in Ohio. And I think that show was in Detroit. Yeah, could have been. Yeah, I don't want to poo-poo on Mark St. John's at all because that was, as we said earlier, very very sad story, man. Because he was a terrific player. Yeah, great musician, or he wouldn't never been in the band. But all in all, you know, Eric Carr got me through the album. That's all. That's all I can say. Yep. All right. It well, wasn't Paul's pants. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> um, or Gene's hair. Or Gene's right. hair. He's wearing his mom's wig. <laughs> it looks. It looks like a that's helmet. Bad. It, it looks is, uh, like Rick Moranis in like Spaceballs. Sa- yes, yeah, Spaceballs. Thank you. It really. Was that, it, was that his Kremwitz <laughs> hair? Yeah. Right. Everything. As close it. as he got to it, brother. It's pretty bad. <laughs> What you got, so, Hot Rod? All right, here we go. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot through mine pretty quick. Uh, number nine, murder in high heels. <laughs> Bug just shot down my throat. That's what she said, too. There's a song about that on bug. Asylum, I think. <laughs> I don't usually cough, but here we find ourselves. That wasn't a log. That's was one of my keys. <laughs> <laughs> so I got... And, and guys, let me, let me stress why I have some of these songs the way I have them and where I have them. Gene had kind of, this is where Gene was in Hollywood. Exactly. And he checked out. Yeah. (coughs) Much shit and a bug went down my fucking throat. Uh, Hold on, but I'll leave it to Gene. I'll edit this out. This will be this production. Leave it. Leave it. Brian, mouth to mouth over here, buddy. I can do that. So (laughs) that's why the top half of my my list and my rankings are Gene's songs. Okay. Uh, While the City Sleeps... Uh, is at number six. So here we go. Murder in High Heels, Lonely as the Hunter, Burn Bitch Burn at seven, While the City Sleeps. Now that's my favorite Gene song on Animalize. And I like the song probably because, I mean, I could have even ranked this one a little higher because I, I really do. I, I like, like this that song. Riff. That riff yeah. Uh, number five, uh, Under the Gun, just because uh, Paul says, uh, there's no speed limit where I'm coming from. Let's hit the highway doing 69. So oh, bingo. Okay. 69. Bingo. You're gonna be like, Arch, quit smoking before you do this. <laughs> I'm like, did anybody see that net? Did no. it go straight in? It was huge. I think it was, it the was sister huge. to the mosquito that's behind you. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't right. tell me that we had that it was in our airspace. Yeah. Here we come, oh yeah. It's fly pattern bow. How many hot chicks on that net, Arch? <laughs> <sighs> Look at that 
son of a bitch. He tried to kill you. I kind of feel bad too. I heard fire trucks go by and I didn't get to say anything about them. I could have probably told you he was on the trucks. There See, you do you have an app for that? I do. Yeah. Okay. We didn't know. Uh, all right, so Brian. Uh, now we know. All right, well. Now we know. Well, well probably, probably we got we got this yeah. signal for the hey, airplanes, yeah. and we got this twenty twenty one on the east side. Just stick around, bro. Oh. You'll uh, we'll get a call here. All right, number four, get all you can take. Yes. All right, great riff. This may have been the first time that I heard Kiss use the f word. Oh. All right, giddy up. Thirteen year old Archie. Yeah. Thirteen year old Archie. Love that. Uh, what fucking difference does it make? Yeah. Yeah. I just think that's got a groove to it, man. Yeah. I, I think that's that's badass. That's call. Yeah, they, and and yeah. to hear that, I was like, whoa. And think about it. And at Brian's that time. more of a—he's a historian with it. I mean, dude, right? That's right, the first right. time. Yeah, that's man. the first time yeah, they absolutely. they kind of threw that at us, Ken. Yeah. You put you put the f bomb in an album in 1984, and it's a million seller. Right, <laughs> number three. Bingo. I've had enough. Into the fire. Now, you guys, you know me and opening songs. Okay. Um, I think Kiss is the band that made me notice opening songs. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Detroit 100%. Rock City. You know what I mean? Or, just, or go from the first well, album on. I mean, yeah. yeah. Cause, because when, when I took my wife to see Kiss the last time they were in Nationwide Arena, we saw Luke Combs the week before. And Luke Combs is badass with his solo cup. My wife's like, man, Luke Combs is great. I don't know how Kiss can top him. And I'm like, okay. Well, buckle sure. up. You're about yeah. to see. Yeah. <laughs> I think the second chord of Detroit Rock City, she was joining the Kiss Army. Yeah. All right. yeah. Hold on to yeah. your hooters. We're yeah. going for a ride, baby. And you know what our one of our favorite moments? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get more on this one. I've had enough. End of the fire. One of the stronger songs on Animalize. Number two is Heavens on Fire. That's an anthem. Whatever you think anthem. of this record, this is a Kiss classic. Paul Stanley's "Woo" to start the song. Absolutely, that is iconic. Yeah, that's no iconic. Without a doubt. murder in high heels. Probably not going to compete with anything Zeppelin did, but that <laughs> is iconic. Iconic. That's no Misty Mountain Hop. <laughs> no, no, no. Number one. Number one. Thrills in the night. It's one of my all-time favorite Kiss songs. Uh, the older I get, the more I love it. And it. And when I hear that, there's something about this song. When I hear it, it transports me. Boom, right to 1984. Yeah. I'm 13 years old, and it just that song. Absolutely, just transparent. I think me. it's like, you know, it tells a story. And like, there weren't that many songs back then that told a story. Most of them, like you said, were about sex, you know, about partying, whatever. This song tells a story in the, in the, in the vein of Fallen Angel by Poison or, you know, whatever. And I think that's why, like, it, it, it's a standout, you know? There's something to be said, as much of a headbanger that I am. And, and Doug, I've told you this. I feel the same way about Vinnie Vincent songs. I love that mid tempo shit. Yeah. yeah, especially if it's one of the harder bands. There's yeah. something about yeah. that yeah. mid-tempo yeah. yeah. shit. Like when we talk about Vinnie Vincent Invasion, it's those that time of year. It's those yeah. it's those songs that the, those mid-tempo songs that I just love. And Thrills in the night feels that way. I can see that. Yeah, it absolutely feels that way. Yep. So that's how we that's how we all shake down when it comes so to animal Yeah, my takeaway is I want I want to uh, give uh, get it all you can take another shot. Okay. Uh, get all you can take, just because I mean, it you, is, you, man. You guys Listen, both guys, really yeah, high. you'll dig it. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a good try. Brian, I think you and I had it at nine, though, didn't we? Didn't I believe nine? so, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. that's all right. That's all right. My top, eight, my top eight is this. But like but he said, eight. he does it. And, and guys like Brian and, and yeah. me, like, first listen, we were in with this record. Yeah. So he doesn't even have... The only reason I have those, those Gene songs is because I know Gene was checked out. Yeah. That's yeah. why I have the Gene songs... No, I mean, so, if, I, if I could so find look, if I could find something by Crimson Harpoon, I would listen to it because that was their first name. So I cannot get mounts mounts. What is it? Mountain, Mountain oyster, oyster cult out of my fucking head. So I got a Mock. question. I got a good question for you guys. So right. where where would you rank this album from their '80s albums? So okay. we're talking Creatures of the Night, Lick It Up, Yeah, uh, Animalize, Asylum. And I, Crazy Nights. Where would you... And uh, those five... You know where Crazy Nights is for yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> Crazy Nights is over in the litter box. Where the Ryan <laughs> I mean, here's the deal, man. And yeah. I, I want to yeah, know I'll what you're Weiss thinking. Say this. Yeah. Weiss, what, do you, what are you thinking there, Weiss Well, Kittle? so... Uh, I, was, I was really a late comer to Kiss because when I was a kid in the 70s, I didn't have, I didn't have any friends that listened to them. So I just thought they were cartoon characters. Right. I, you know, I saw the Phantom of the Park on Channel 22 in Dayton. But you know, "Lick It Up" was my first Kiss album that I bought. It was on cassette. I bought it's a good rinks. start. Wow, dude! You know, so "Lick It Up"'s got to be my number one for the '80s. Yeah. But then you know, and then the Animalizing Asylum, and you know, Crazy Nights. You know, but but then you know, I didn't I didn't listen to Creatures until after I listened to all those. But okay, so I, yeah. I'm putting. I love "Lick It Up." Yeah. yeah, I love "Lick It Up," and like I say, I'm an Ace guy, and I love yeah. "Lick It Up." Mm-hmm. But the older I get, creatures. Oh yeah, yeah. I just there's something about that creatures of the night record yeah. that I love so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would put it above "Lick It Up." "Lick It Up" was strong, guys, and they were Great they were songs. up against the rope, but Great they were songs. up against. And a million to one is is probably my second favorite All Kiss Hell's song. All Breaking Loose. Yeah, every song on Creatures, Saint and Sinner. I know, is probably my favorite song off that album. I still love you. Yeah, oh. I mean, one of their best ballads. I mean, good shit. My daughter, my daughter and I danced to I Love It Loud at her wedding. Oh, God, <laughs> God bless you. All right, so here's the deal, <laughs> Brian. We've all talked about it. Now, we're going uh, to kind of go through everybody towards the end of the show here and talk about our gigs, but I'm going to go grab something real quick, all right? Edit, edit, edit. 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 No, we're not shit. editing this one. Oh, you're not, no, you're not in line. So, we're, so we just, yeah. what, we stand here and talk? Or? Yeah. yeah. You know. so my, uh, <laughs> How's your day? <laughs> I don't know the 80s records. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh yes. Look at that. that hey, guys, you want to see, hey, guys, come here for this. a second. Come on in. So here's the deal, man. We are, we're, we're making you an honorary knight. Oh, no. Here's your shield. Oh, There's your sword. We're all going to sign that. We're God. all going to sign your shield. Yes. All right? And this you will be the first time. You play. Okay. Or just put it up at your pool, man. Yeah. Just put yeah. it up at your pool. Yeah, your amazing pool. I love so, it. Use it as my right? cod piece. Right? So, <laughs> it's your, wow, bragger. So, damn. Impressive, though, Kev. <laughs> Big sword. Right? right? <laughs> Hell with the girls. And we're so happy to see sword. So, this is yours, okay? And this will be the first time that you, you have this name. Oh. You are Sir Knight of the Thrills. Oh, yeah. And Ooh. this is your, your shield and your sword. Oh. You're an honorary yeah. Knight of the Rock yeah. Table. Yeah. The first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Look at that. And he is officially tapped. Sir Loin of Beef. Sir Knight of the Thrills. 
Guess How beautiful is. is that? Wherever you go, I guess that's better than Lord of the Wasteland. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good that's one too. That might have been, had a ring to it. Yeah. Had a ring yeah, to right. it. I'm a demon guy. So. Yeah, good on you. There you go, brother. Well, welcome, ass, welcome Thank to you. the club. You're our first ever. Uh, we we. Actually, we almost made chips enough one, but we I think we got too drunk in Cincinnati. Well, yeah. <laughs> Full disclosure. Yeah. So, but you're our first honorary night of the rock table. And there you go, Brian Weiss Kittle. I, I, I so, appreciate it. Thank you. I feel I'm so privileged. You got it. Now, plug your gigs. You guys, I'm yeah, gonna go get you. You need it. another boosh latte? Are you good? I'm Let me good grab right now. All right, yeah. cool. Plug your gigs. So, so I like I said, I just started playing it, but it's really blowing up. I mean, I'm nothing like Rock House or the Gypsy Kings, but um, <laughs> Maybe someday I'll get to open up for them at like 11 in the morning while they're setting up their stuff. But, uh, awesome. But, uh, well, I'm there. Well, yeah. Tomorrow night we got open mic night at Alibis, done by Stacy McNichols from Stages. So I'll be there playing. And Alibis is in Adelphi. Alibis right? is in Adelphi down in the Hocking Hills. Great place. Rich does a great job. Uh, you know, McGuffey Lane just played there Saturday and they rocked it. Gypsy Kings have rocked it twice. So we're hoping to get Rock House there. So um, Saturday night. Um, Chris Nyland and I call each other the Pickers of the Hill because our nickname for 17s is Keepers of the Hill. So we're the Pickers of the Hill. We're playing at the Candlestick Lounge in Grove City. And then um, there's Uh-oh. a fire who's truck. Driving? Uh-oh. Driving. You got an app? You know who's driving? You got an app? That's probably Engine and Medic 35 out of Wagner Road, I would there imagine. There you go. Man, right. he didn't even Here look. Here he comes yeah, again. Yeah. He's Brian. Ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Call me the fireman. Yeah. He's a man of many talents. Yes. Hilltop Brian. Yeah. yeah. What else yeah. you got for us, Well, Well, um, uh, the 13th, we're, uh, Chris and I are playing out at uh, Fireman's Park at Buckeye Lake for our captain's 50th birthday party, so we're out there. That won't be a drunk fest. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. yeah. You wow. Better, you better bring a cot. Yeah. Yeah. So then so then I'm going, I'm taking my wife to Fort Myers for her 50th birthday. When we're leaving. Yeah. We, we're we're leaving, uh, you know, the 15th, so you can, you can ride along. He's got a schedule on his phone. Right? Yeah. 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 This guy's yeah, a busy yeah. guy over here. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Alibi's Bike Night on September 16th we're playing, and then October 2nd I'm at King's Inn in Kingston, Ohio. Oh, yeah. There so you go. And, you know, other things are happening. So I'm getting Shot many a Congratulations on all your gigs. Thank you it, so man. much for, yeah. for being a part of the show, and we oh, think man, so I much of you, you Brian. All of you guys and gals Brian. who do what you do, man. That's yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Kev Beam, hey, he's baby. the drummer for the Gypsy Kings. That's KY is in the jelly, is what Christy that. told us. <laughs> That's what Christy <laughs> said. Yeah. What, what yes. do you guys got coming up, my man? Uh, we're going to be at Finnegan's Wake on the 7th, and then we're just – all over town. Uh, we'll be at uh, Buckeye Lake at the end of the month. Uh, we'll be out at Lazy Acres with Zoso Ooh, this month. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a ball. And then uh, we will be in Brian's neck of the woods at Alibis in Adelphi yeah. the 28th. Yeah. But uh, go to Gypsy Kings uh, Band on Facebook, K-Y-N-G-S, and you'll find all of our dates. Please give us a like. Great seeing you, man. It's always fun oh, when you're out here, absolutely. Kev Beam. It I is, it. it is, it is, it is. It's an honor. We got uh, Doug Blessing from Rock House. What do you guys have going on, my man? Uh, just like Kev, man, it's just stacked uh, every weekend. Um, so we are in Putin Bay this weekend at the Whoa. Boathouse. Yeah, 6 and 7, so I'm warming up my liver here tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, next weekend, we will be at uh, in Bucyrus at Old 30 Barbecue, which is a kick-ass place with a great outdoor stage. Um, following weekend, I was just telling Weisskittle, we're going to be down Chillicothe at the Buckeye Off-Road Festival at the fairgrounds down there. Um, and at the end of the month, we're wrapping it up with uh, Rock on the River in Lorain, Ohio with Wrecking Crew, the nationally touring Motley Crew tribute band. Wow. 
And then we are headlining Zufari at the Columbus Zoo with our friends in the Pretty Filth on the 28th. I saw so that, that today. Crazy. What a yeah, party. So you may not see me for a while after that. <laughs> Holy That's shit. That's going to be a wild time. Yeah, so, Good uh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, man. Great, great times to be playing. Be and, careful on that stage down at the Ross County Fairgrounds. I left some brain cells at an <laughs> yeah, Easy right. Rider Rodeo way, way back. Right. And, and Hansberry, thank you so much for making the trip out here to Pataskala. It's awesome, man. Thank you. I mean, and I know there's a lot of exciting things happening on the uh, Sunny 95 morning show. That's right. Yeah, excited. Uh, uh, Dino Tripodis is back at Sunny 95. Awesome. So we're having a lot of fun there. Uh, and I'm still uh, producing Dino's podcast, Whiskey Business. You can there find that on all your, uh, yeah, all your favorite podcasts. But also, actually, I don't even know if I've told you this. Uh, we're, I'm launching a new podcast with my buddy Jesse Hubbard. He's uh, a, a mixologist. He's like a fancy pants cocktail. Oh, cool. Yeah. Maker coctologist. Go on. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, dude. There's got to be well, a better way to say yeah, that one. I'm, uh, a, I'm a vegetarian, so. Thank you, Doug. No, but uh, it's Cox called Rocktails and Cocktails. And we, yeah. we, we pick a record. Oh, good job, Hansberry. And uh, he makes a cocktail inspired by the record. So we have one out that's live now, and we did Tom Petty's Full Moon Fever. Ooh, and wow, uh, yeah, uh, so uh, we're hoping to, by the end of the summer have uh, you know four or five episodes out of just cool records, and we did one uh, with uh, Ozzy's uh, uh, Master of Reality, and uh, we got a couple other. I'm, of course, I'll do Jack White, you know, you know the, the usual yeah. suspects, but right. then but then he just uh, makes up a cool cocktail, and we get loaded and talk about rock and roll. Good. So, and that sounds familiar. <laughs> kind of. And, 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 and before, we, before we say goodbye, Night Ranger John, you don't have to hop on the mic, but what do you think of the new Night Ranger? Do you like it? I, I played the song Breakout today, which I, I think is a yeah. jam. Yeah. What do you think of the new one? I didn't hear it on the radio because I had work. I got gotcha. you. Okay, and now, and you saw them most recently when? Uh, the phrase a couple weekends ago with Sticks. Gotcha. Ooh, how, nice. how they do? How they do? Uh, they, they kick Sticks ass. Yeah, they kick wow. Sticks ass. Dude, that's what Night Ranger John, yeah. stuff. Don't even bring your stick shit around, man. No. Don't even yeah. try and Not REO now. him, man. He's going to Night Ranger you, bro. Yep. Love Can I say it. something that, make, that uh, makes me proud? Um, this band called Rum Springa. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the, the bass player and the lead singer both played baseball for me throughout their childhood. And the lead singer Matt messaged me on Facebook the other day and said, "What inspired them to do what they're doing is I let them play walk up music when they were kids, and, oh, and they badass. picked rock and roll songs." Are you serious? Yeah. So I'm very yeah. proud of right them. Right on, so, man. Matt, Matt and Jimmy and Cody, they're all wow. kids from yeah. Grove City. So uh, you, you heard it here first, guys. But uh, Cody is actually going to be the guitar player from Rum Springa. Is actually going to be joining us. Uh, for a song when we play out at Lazy Acres uh, over Labor Day weekend. I got a hold of him this past week and said, hey, dude, I love those guys, man. I love yeah. I love seeing young dudes mm -hmm. playing rock and playing roll, man. Music, nothing man. makes me happier, you know, because we're, we're all getting older, man. I mean, just shit, look at the last time since we've seen each other. I, I, I got inserts from my shoes at Good Feet. Kevin got his damn gallbladder taken out, yeah. and Hansbury had LASIK, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're getting old. No, but, but Cody, Cody from Rumspring is going to be joining us for a tune uh, out at Lazy Acres, on the, and those are great dudes, man. Great band. I want to thank our studio audience, Night Ranger John, yes. and Heartland Flight Pattern. Bob, you have a theme song. You have arrived. Wait, where's the train? We don't have where's a train, train app. Bob, you have a train app? No app for a train. We have got it all. Doug Blessing, thank you so much. Good to be here, brother. Kevin Young, brother, thank you, brother. Thank you man. And then uh, Brian Weiskittle, I hope you had a blast, man. Thanks, Richie. Oh, it's great, man. Sir Knight of, of the, the Thrills. thrills. Yes. yes. <laughs>
So here we go. The next episode is going to be a Picktown Palooza recap. We had a lot of fun in the beer tent. You got to hear our review of the show. Actually, Dorsey's going to be the one that comes on and, and takes care of the review. Man, he's, he's he really enjoyed that Jack uh, Russell's Great White uh, portion of the program, and it was oh, yes. it was one for the ages, Very man, good. for sure. Awesome. So until the next one, stay frosty. I'll have to check that out. Here it comes, oh yeah, it's fly pattern by.